0: This is Jody Vesley here with the Heartway Pastor and Missionary Caregiver Podcast. And we are now in Season 4, and we're on the second episode. Today, the episode is going to be a lot different than the first episode of this season. Um, the, The main theme for this season is the need for care, and last episode I really went into finances and and the need for financial coaching Um, today I'm gonna approach this a lot differently Um, a lot of what I'm gonna say today is is unscripted but really heavy on my heart Um, and I I see the need for this episode today all around me Um, especially among those in ministry, especially among pastors and church planters, and not just those people, but really uh, a majority of Americans. Uh, A majority of Americans could really benefit, I feel like, from this episode today. And so the topic we're going to discuss today is pauses. The idea of of taking pauses in our life daily, weekly, annually, and what does that look like and what does that mean, and what is the importance of doing it, why should we do it, what happens when we don't do it, and so on and so forth. I want to start off just with reading a couple of verses from Matthew chapter 6, verses 30 through 32. This is after Jesus sent out the apostles and they had returned. And the it says here, the apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all that they had done and taught. He said to them, come away by yourselves to a remote place and rest for a while. For many people were coming and going, and they did not even have time to eat. So they went away in the boat by themselves to a remote place. Now that doesn't end up in ending up how they would love for it to end up, but this was their intention. This was the heart. Um, the apostles came back. They updated him on what they had done, what they had taught, and then Jesus tells them, "Come away." Um, let's go to get some rest a while in a, in a place uh, away from the people. And so in seeing that, and, and, and on top of that, just all over the Bible, we see this need for pausing. We see this need for resting, whether it be the, the Sabbath and, and that illustration from the the days of creation and the day that God rested and and then he wanted us and wants us to, to keep a, a Sabbath on a weekly basis. Or whether it be something more extended, like a sabbatical, um, which is what I think more of what uh, was, was happening in these verses in Mark. And we see happening in other places in Scripture where it's, it's a more extended time period um, after a, a, a long work trip or after a mission trip, and you think about missionaries coming back on furlough, and not how all of that is a break, not how all of that is rest. There's, there's a lot still to be done stateside, but some extended period of that time should be considered as a pause, and should be for rest. So I want to talk to you about pausing in your days, weeks, and so on. I want this to be a reflective podcast uh, for yourself, for you to to question and think on yourselves. Uh, I don't want it to be a podcast where I'm telling you what to do. Uh, that was That was actually one of my concerns about making a podcast like this is I don't I really, really, really don't want to come across judgmental to anyone. That is not my heart. That is not my intention. Uh, I'm trying to do everything I can for it to not be like that. Um, I think hard work is a really good thing and a really good attribute in people. Um, as for me, and and I think a lot of others that I've talked with in ministry, um, I think what seems to be more of the issue than not working enough is working too much without pausing, and that sounds maybe contrary to what some of you are thinking that are listening today. But that's that's just from my experience and what I've what I've seen. In fact, when I was in Russia, um, I get called a workaholic a lot by my. By my language teacher and and a few others. And at the time, I just thought, well, you know, yeah, Russians, they're, you know, they're definitely more laid back in their their work and and things like that. And so coming in with the American mindset, the get to the top type mindset, um, it really changes your perspective when you stop and pause and think. ...and look at it from other people's perspectives. Do you take breaks during your workday? What I mean by that is do you have times during your workday that you break in? Whether it be for a few minutes or, or a little longer? Do you have a lunch break? Is your lunch break really just eating while you're working... <laughs> I, I mean, I think we can all relate to that. Um, is your lunch break just another meeting? Are your breaks really just different ways for you to continue on with your work day from what you were doing? And then when you take a step back and you look at your day from when you got up to what you did during the day to when you go to bed, Is there much of any pause in there at all? Are you just waking up to work? And stop working at the point when you actually enter the dream state. Like you're you're even laying down in bed thinking about work-related items. You haven't turned your mind off ever. Ever. And in your discussions with family and friends, in the back of your mind, you just constantly have something involved with work going on. And you can't shut your mind off from it. You can't be present with those you are with for the times that you're with them. And this is really applicable to anyone. Um, I think we can all relate to when we're with someone or someone is with us are we taking time to pause from other things in our day and be present in that moment with those people is our mind there with them are we actively involved in, in what they're saying and and where they're at, and their emotions, and what they're doing? Or are we on our phones? Are we messaging someone else? Is our mind elsewhere? Are we getting distracted by notifications? Are we thinking about all the other things we need to do? Are we even on the phone maybe with someone else in the presence of others? again this is not to be judgmental it's just for a time for us to be reflective about how we're spending our days how we're spending our time that God has blessed us with another question I have for you is do you take breaks weekly are you taking that Sabbath I'm not going to spend a long time on the Sabbath I think we've addressed this before in in different things. Uh, Sometimes I get my, my Zoom calls with ministers mixed up with my podcast because we address similar topics. But if you're a Christian, especially if you're in ministry, you know it's scriptural and biblical and necessary to take a Sabbath every week. But are you taking that Sabbath? Sabbath isn't just a physical break from the normal workday. But even more importantly, I would think for those working in an office environment or in a situation where physical effort isn't just a regular part of the job, I think the mental aspect of the break, the emotional aspect of the break, the spiritual aspect of the break is much, much more important. Are you able to mentally take a break from ministry and be with people, be with your family, be with your spouse, take a break from all of the ministry things you have going on just to be present in something not that? Another question I want to ask you is, do you take breaks after intense work periods? We all have these. Everyone listening has intense work periods, whether it be a student taking finals, whether it be um, an intense work trip or a project that you've had to put in a lot of hours to finish the project on time by the deadline. Whether it be those who are who are listening, and if had to go to weekly uh, or a week-long meeting, or or go to a church camp, uh, or 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 a host a VBS, or lead a mission trip, those are intense work periods, and I know that. Just as a matter of practical reasons, functional reasons, we may not be able to take off right after that. Although if you can and you have the time, I don't think it's a bad time. I think that could be a good time to take those breaks. But I know that's not always the case where you have that possibility. And so what I want to encourage you to think about is after those intense work periods, what is your work days work week looking like are you having the same expectations as you do in a normal work week are you working on the same things planning to accomplish all the same things or have you uh, set up more realistic standards for putting in an 80 hour work week to then go into um, another 40-plus hour work week with some expectations you can't get away from, but some of them you you may have some freedom in in lightening that load for you that week, whether it be finding someone to uh, cover a lesson or preach for you, you know, as pastors, as ministry leaders, we're not just a you know called to preach the gospel and to teach, but we're called to train and disciple others. And if we're not giving others the opportunities to speak, to preach, and teach, then uh, we're only doing some of our job. And so that can definitely uh, lighten the load on you if you take that to heart and mind, and you really think on that for a little bit. Another question I want to ask you is: Do you take breaks throughout the year? Do you take breaks throughout the year, or um, is is it just going from one thing to another? Are you just going from one thing to another without without a break, year after year after year? And you can't remember the the last year you've had a vacation. And by vacation, I don't mean. Uh, just going out and doing something fun for a few days or a week, although, um, you know, that, that could be your vacation. I'm talking about something more like a sabbatical, a break, a pause for an extended period of time, a week or longer. A lot of churches and a lot of jobs have vacation time or paid time off. Are you taking that paid time off? are you taking it off you don't have to use money to take paid time off you can you can do something free a lot of a lot of times it's hard to take a real pause and a real break if we're staying home sometimes we can do that but sometimes we just need to get out there are opportunities out there to to get away and not spend so much if that's an issue if that's a hindrance for you like We just don't have the funds right now to get away. I want to encourage you to think outside of that. Think about for missionaries going to a mission house. I know in the context of the ABA, there's getaway places for pastors. I know that we can find areas to camp. Things like this, uh, friends to stay with. Um, That can be very healing. And for us, that's a a great getaway. And it it, it doesn't, you don't have to pay for that hotel room or that Airbnb. I want to reemphasize something that I think is really important for those who work in ministry full time. According to the Fair Labor Standards Act, time spent by an employee in travel as a part of their principal activity, such as travel from job site to job site during the workday is work time and must be counted as work hours. So pastors, if you're having to go from one place to another during the workday missionaries on deputation and furlough, if you're having to travel from church to church in different states, and this is taking a lot of time and a bulk of your day, this is according to our government, should be counted as work hours. And so I think that is something to be mindful of, to not feel guilty uh, in, in ministry if you're getting away for a work-related trip and you're having to spend time traveling to and from different work sites, different churches, different meetings, different conferences, and you shouldn't feel guilty uh, counting that as Work hours, because here it says in the context of, of normal jobs that must be count must be counted as work hours, and so definitely um, consider that as you're planning your work days, your work weeks, your work months, and your work throughout the year. I, I mean, I say all this because recently, this past weekend, my wife and I we did a quick trip to a couple of churches for deputation-related reasons in the Atlanta area. And we flew there. We uh, we spent time uh, with our, our gracious pastor and his wife who, who hosted us in their home and, and got a lot of time to, to know them and, and visit with them and then uh, got another lot of time to, to visit with uh, some other church members um, of 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 different churches, um, and, and in addition to presenting our ministry and 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 I preached also um, during this trip a couple of times, and so uh, that whole trip took a lot of time. It, it it took up a lot of time that we could have been doing other things but that time was devoted to work the purpose of the trip was work the purpose of the flight was work the purpose of getting the rental car and driving the rental car was to go to work sites to present our work the purpose of of the meetings that we had was for people to better get to know us and, them to, and us to better get to know them, to form closer partnerships so that God's kingdom might be expanded through our works that God has called us to. And so, I mean, if you broke this trip down, um, and I'm not talking about uh, when life gets busy. You know, sometimes we have to travel because life gets busy sometimes we're having we have a lot on our plate because life gets busy we have sick family sick relatives people were we're helping outside of uh outside of ministry and that is just uh not counted as work time even though it, <laughs> it is it is work time it's not um work hours for the purpose of um of your job and so, yeah, I'm talking about just in the context of what you do for a living. In um, this trip, you know, I think we spent nine hours actually at um, at the at the work sites. Um, if we included meetings outside of that time um, with people in the churches. In addition to that time spent at churches, would be about 14 hours. If we're going to include travel time to and from the work sites, um, it was looking closer to 30 hours. And so, what if I went into this week with the same expectations I had as an, a, a, of a normal week? You know, I, I got up at 2:45 a.m. Monday morning, rolled in. Um, here uh, about 8am uh, at our house which is, which is where we work from most of the time and then eight, starting at 8am Monday morning um, after that 30 hour uh, time period starting at 11.30am on Saturday um, I just went into an exactly just a normal work week you know, 40 plus hour work week with the same expectations of what I was getting the done done the same expectations as what I was would normally do. Um, I don't know if that's the best idea because then I would have been putting in 70 hours I would be putting in 70 hours of 70 plus hours of work this week um, myself directly related to our ministries and what we're doing with our ministries. And what I want to point out in this is this quote um, that I looked up about. um, It's from a a resource online, uh, inverse.com. And the article is titled How Many Hours should you work per week? And this is from February of 2020. Um, It says this, the more time we spend at work, the less time we have for other important things in life. The more time we spend at work, the less time we have for other important things in life. Furthermore, research suggests, suggests that working excessively long hours Usually this means more than 45 hours a week is detrimental to your health, physical and mental, in many ways. That's from that article. On top of that, I want to mention this. If you're working more than 45 hours a week on a regular basis, something else is suffering. There's there's something else that you're not being able to do during that time that you're that you're committing to this, um, specifically this work time, and that, and and oftentimes in ministry for ministers, for missionaries, for pastors, church planners, ministry leaders, that's oftentimes, unfortunately, usually our families. And so we wonder, you know, what happened to that missionary? Why? Why are they divorced? What happened to that? Pastor, his kids and him they don't talk what happened to that ministry leader he used to have a family now he's single what happened to that church planter their their family isn't like I would like my family to be and unfortunately getting wrapped up in in the kingdom work because our, our ministries are defined by kingdom work we miss out on kingdom work that we're not being paid for that doesn't fit our job description And that's the kingdom work of our personal life our mental health our emotional health and our family lives and how others see that and it reflects christ to others and it's a representative of christ at least it should be It's interesting that we can get celebrated working 75-hour work weeks in ministry by ourselves, by some of our colleagues, by some of our church members. But when we take a step back we think about it from a different perspective, as a pastor, you think about that church member, those church members that work 75-hour work weeks, and how you don't see them, and how their families don't see them, and how the church doesn't see them. And suddenly, because the, the work and their job, what they're doing isn't so-called kingdom-focused, we um, become, become really judgmental, can become really judgmental of people like that. But in reality, we're doing the same thing. It just, it just looks better. From a church, weird, American church perspective, but it's not any better. Again, this is just meant to be a thought-provoking podcast for yourself to reflect on. Missionaries on deputation, if you're spending um, 20 hours a week on travel to various churches, 8 hours speaking... Um, At churches, 10 hours in meetings with with different people and 12 hours doing prep and communicating and financials and trip planning during the week, then you're spending 50 hours a week working. Um, I don't think sometimes we we view all of those things as work, but they fall into our job description and our work. (laughs) Pastors, um, if you're doing one day if in one day you're doing an hour of marriage counseling an hour of visitation an hour of lesson prep two hours of meetings an hour of teaching and two hours of planning for for lessons ministry and and all that then you're are not just working most likely you're not just working eight hours that day because in reality you're spending time in between those periods transferring to different ministry items, and that takes time. So you might have commuted to and from different meetings. You probably and and shouldn't just suddenly stop counseling to go directly into teaching, uh, to go directly into meetings. It takes time to transfer from one thing to another. It takes time to debrief and then to prep for the next thing, to gather those supplies Time to move, time to say greetings, goodbyes, time to talk to those who come across in between those times, etc. And so most likely, if this is your schedule for the day, um, you think, well, it's just eight hours. When you actually add it up, it could be closer to 10 hours or more. And so if you're doing the 10 hours or more, five, six days a week, 50, 60 hours uh, work week, which is way beyond that. 45 hours that we had mentioned earlier. And so, why pause during the day? It's that quiet time. Jesus demonstrated this by spending significant amount of times by himself in prayer. And we know we should have a quiet time. Why pause during the week? We know about the Sabbath. Are you taking that Sabbath? Why pause during the year? Sabbaticals, vacation. Are you taking it? Are you not using it? Something to reflect on. Not pausing leads to burnout. Not pausing leads to burnout. Again, it can't just be physical pauses, it needs to be a mental and emotional pause. If you leave the office but can't stop problem-solving work stuff, you're going to burn out. Your mind is going to burn out. You're you're going to burn out emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and you're not going to be very useful to anyone, and you're just going to be getting by yourself. The effects of burnout are are bad for your families, for those close to you, for those you're ministering to, for the churches for yourself and so not pausing doesn't mean you're being a hero it just means you're not handling your time wisely and I don't want to I don't want to be judgmental in that I'm just I'm saying this as much as for me as for anyone I, I have these struggles too as I mentioned earlier um, so we're in this together And so what I want to mention and that we're in this together, if you're in ministry and and some of this stuff is really touching you, is affecting you, and you just know what you need to do but just need to do it, um, I just want to encourage you, uh, if you wouldn't mind doing so, just reaching out to me. Uh, Maybe we can uh, just set up a time just to just a pause with each other or maybe we can set up a time just to think about what those pauses should look like or or when they should be or, or how to go about them just um, for a time of, of counsel or for coaching or for encouragement um, you know, wherever you're at in ministry, whatever you're doing uh, just know that I'm here for you. Uh, here at Heartway, we're we're here to help, and we're here to to do what we can for you. Until next time, this has been the Heartway Podcast, where we seek to help with issues at the source.